Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now, crank this mother up. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Just a Couple Kids Podcast with Tony Griffith and Ryan Herbanko. Come and get it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Just a Couple Kids Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tony Griffith, the favorite son of the 19th Ward, (laughs) along with my man. The pride of the 31st Ward. Never gets old, does it? The hidden gem of the city of Pittsburgh. Its beauty is only encompassed by its... Never mind. Yeah, that's, pride that's, of that's about where I thought that was going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reiner Binko, the pride of the 31st Ward. <laughs> you can't even get that out without laughing, <sighs> man. I, just, I honestly can't. It's, One it's day we're going to get you out there. We're going to get you May, out there. Me and Moreno are going there. RealSteelMayor.com. We okay. talked about it last okay. week. Yeah, we're, we're going We're going to do there. a live podcast from... Uh, McBride, McBride Park. Park. Yeah. Yeah. As soon the only as the deck I... hockey gets built, we're going to do a live podcast. We can go to my deck po- deck hockey park right now if you want to. Mine's going to be newer. Um, I don't know. Ours is going to be tightened up. You heard <laughs> Councilman Coghill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan is Ryan. No, has nobody likes a one upper. Ryan has been absolutely miserable lately. I don't know what's going on with him. He needs a vacation. <sighs> Ryan needs a vacation badly. I need a vacation. All right, so drinks of the night, my friend. What are we rocking with tonight? I'm going old school, simple, man. Bill or light. It's just, it just tastes so good. It's just, just when it touches your lips. There's a word for that. Crispy. No, 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 never mind. You go to meetings and uh, circles yeah. and stuff like that. No, 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 that's, that's not me. Or, or is that How about me? you? you or, is that, or is that me and gambling? Yeah, that would be the degenerate. You are a degenerate! My man right here, Reiner Binka, the degenerate of this pod. Um, now, you've got a truly yeah. uh, in front of you, and it's the grapefruit kind, and I'm curious as to how, how good that is. You know what? Oh, no, the- I had the... Uh- I had the citrus squeeze already. Yeah. And now I'm on the grapefruit. What wow. is uh what is the citrus squeeze up to? That that looks more well, like a let, let me help my, my Montlebo graduate. What do you think that would be in the citrus squeeze? Well I'm looking at it, it looks like there's oranges yeah. or something there's on there, but oranges, there's limes, there's lemons. So it's a little bit of everything. It's, it's a little bit of everything. It's like that juice they used to have at uh remember that juice where they all they mix all the juices yeah. together? But it was definitely not juice. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was like one definitely not made from concentrate. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> some '90s bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah. Pure sugar. Yeah, that, this will get you tuned. It was like Surge before Surge was right. out. Remember Spe- Surge? Speaking of that, did you see White Claw came out with a Surge, like a flavor? No, they they added the alcohol content to. So surge. they went from five percent or four and a half, whatever they are. Right. They released another line, White Claw Surge, that's up to eight, eight. I wanna get drunk. I wanna get drunk. Oh wow, well, ladies, stay away from that because that shit'll get you tuned up. It'll be a real hot girl summer. Yeah, that'll that'll be that'll but, be rough. Uh, but yeah, since the weather has turned, the sun's a shining, the birds are a chirping. Uh, I'm on my seltzer kick. Um, you enjoyed the seltzers last I, summer, I, so I did. I did. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to get some of those Bud Light ones here because they're 
very tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're wonderful. Stay stay tuned to a future episode of us both floating around in a pool drinking seltzers. Maybe you can. I can. I got to go to work every day. Uh, you have vacation days. Take <sighs> yeah, a day off. You got the there. weekends. Um. So has there been any news going on? I feel like we we have this conversation every week, and it seems like it's very similar. Like, you know. Uh, Bill Peduto, Tony Moreno, Ed Ganey, and some other dudes are running for uh, the mayor race. Yeah, we have the same forty-nine people running for uh, judge. Like you know what? Nobody's moving. We need a we need a good scandal. We need a good like an October surprise. Yeah, somebody gets busted coming out of a strip club or something. Like I I I need something. I don't know. I don't actually. You know what? Like, let me ask you this. Like, if you were a candidate. Like, what strip club would you be most embarrassed coming out of? Break it up. Break it down. That's a good question. Um, I mean, because I think if you go to the classier ones, you know, like a, what is a classier one? I'm not a proponent of strip clubs at all. I'll be honest with you. I I despise strip clubs. I mean, I I've been in them. Don't I've been like in them. them. Yeah, I've been you in know, them. Like, I just it's just not my thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's just um, I don't know. I but, just feel like I, I'd rather spend money at the bar. I mean, there's a big difference that being busted coming out of Rick's Cabaret downtown. Yeah, and then being busted coming out of the Tennyson Lodge. Yeah, well, the Tennyson. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? I think that speaks speaks volumes in itself. Right. Um, but yeah. Or I, do you think? Or do you think voters even care? Do you think we've hit that point in politics where? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I feel like nobody cares about anything. It goes away. It goes away in a couple days anyway, so I would say it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Doesn't matter. No. You know, because I think back in the day, there there were a couple politicians that got busted coming out of strip clubs or or being way too drunk, and, you know, this town gave them a hard time. Yeah. No, I don't don't think that's the case anymore. Nobody cares. No, I, I don't think... In this day and age with social media and everything else, I think that people are kind of just numb to it. There, it just it, is what or, it is, yeah. Is it numb or is, huh, no shit, they're human. They yeah. got drunk. Well, that's the other thing. Uh, the other side of it is that, you know, you just leave people alone. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you do you're, you, not on the clock, do you're not on the clock 24-7, 365. Right. I mean, God, let people live. Yeah. I don't know. Can I live? Can we Can drop I that live? right now? Can I live? Can I live? Can we drop that? Um, but yeah, I, I feel like there's no news with this election whatsoever. Like it's just yeah, constant. I, 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 just I'm, I'm I'm with you on that because it's like you know you have Bill still as the odds-on favorite. For, yeah, you know, much to our chagrin, mm-hmm. you know, he's still the odds-on favorite. If you're a betting mm. man, um, speak. Let's speak to that though. Um, you know, Bill's campaign uh, reached out to us and said that yeah. they unfortunately can't get uh, Mayor Peduto on with us. Um, which you know, I understand. I don't. Uh, he, he's a busy guy. I get it. Do but you, do you really understand, or or is this? Your rare moment of, of being nice and understanding. I, I want to say thank you to the, the person that reached out to me from the Peduto campaign and said we weren't able to do it. You uh, know what? I, I certainly think that Bill could have made time to make this happen, but um, I also say I'm very thankful to the uh, Peduto campaign team for, right. I, for obliging 
uh, our request with, you know, un- unfortunately not the right answer. But I'll, I'll, I'll second that because yeah. there, there's a lot of pros on that team. There's a lot of good individuals that do their job very yeah. well. They're not you a know. direct reflection of their right. candidate, right. so it is what it is. You know, I, I just I look at it, you know, and the audience is going to hear this, and, you know, can we tease the future guests we have? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, we could tease it. You know, you're, you're going to see in our future guests that talk a lot about, you know, helping the people that are coming up. And I don't think this reflects very well on that no I, I i don't i don't think so either but you know it is what it is mm-hmm. um so we actually have something better planned oh so don't you worry do, do, do we, we tell, will do we, we tease it do we know we, we don't tease it yet no. we don't tease it yet no, because no. we gotta solidify a few things uh, but once we do um you guys we'll be good are gonna to go. love this it's... we got we got some stuff in the uh in the crock pot marinating right now and it's gonna turn out wonderful yeah. for you so don't 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 flip that switch or whatever you do with it. It's a, like Chef Curry. Yeah. Cooking, it cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry yep. with the pot, boy. So, um, tonight, 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 tonight. Wait, wait. I just was thinking, who was that guy that put that, that one rapper that put the hex on certain basketball players? Uh, Lil B, the bass god. Ah, right. Yes. Yeah. How yeah. could I, I forget about Lil B? <laughs> Lil B, the bass god. Yeah, I don't know what what what, what was your reference to that? I, yeah, I, eating and you know when the certain basketball players would do the key yeah feeding. yeah but we're we're oh, because, wow because of Chef, Chef Curry, Curry yeah, yeah okay. marinating that's what that's where yeah, I was going. We weren't connecting those dots. Uh, yeah, that wasn't working. Yeah, for us, yeah. Well, it, it happens. Nonetheless, it happens tonight. We have on a special guest. That's the sound of the police. Um, I haven't spoken much about my uh, employment. Um, you, you've kept this under wraps. For obvious reasons. Uh, but we have my boss on tonight, uh, Chief Deputy Kevin Krause. Um, and uh, listening in uh, is his campaign manager, Who Dana Slizzik, the Beast. As the Beast. Um, so we have, a, uh, we have a pretty good show for you tonight. So uh, keep tuning in, and we're going to connect with the Chief and Dana here in a moment, and we'll be right back with you guys. All right, guys, we're back. Just a couple kids, and uh, we got two very, very special guests with us. First off, we have a campaign operative. She's been running campaigns for years. She is known as the Beast. Dana Slizik. And I know she's, she's shaking her head at me right now, but. She is the beast. That's well earned. Hello, guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> as, as, a testament to, as a testament to that, she's out delivering signs. As we speak. <laughs> that's how dedicated she yeah. is. <laughs> and in addition, we in, a, in addition, we have uh, one of the campaigns that um, the beast is actually running. Um, for Sheriff of Allegheny County, it's Chief Deputy Kevin Krause. How are you, Chief? Good, Tony and Ryan. How are you? Hi, Dana. Hi, Chief. First of all, thank you both for being on this. We appreciate it. Um, we've been wanting to get you two on for a while, and finally, uh, we made it happen. Um, but yeah, the, we've been looking forward to this one, right, Tone? Yeah, we. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get the chief reeled in for this one, but um, I'm very excited to f- to have my my boss. Uh, I've been kind of keeping that under undercover for a while, but 
Um, I, I have been working at the sheriff's office now for 14 years, and I've had the luxury of working for a great boss like uh, Chief Krause. So thank you, Chief, for, for taking a couple, time, or a couple minutes out of your uh, very, very busy schedule to be on this call. Well, thanks for having me. It's, it's an honor to be on your podcast. I've heard a lot about it. Thanks, Chief. Um, so basically, we wanted to start from the ground up and, and kind of talk about, you know, how you got into law enforcement in the first place. You know, a lot of a lot of kids at early ages say they want to be a firefighter, they want to be a police officer, whatever. Like, what, what was your story? Well, um, I graduated high school. I was 17. I went to Ohio University. And I thought maybe taking my dad's business over, he had a, he's a, he had a CPA firm and I realized that wasn't for me. And I really had an interest in law enforcement and I did some ride alongs and, you know, with police officers and police departments and just really wanted to be a police officer. And I went through the police Academy and um, here I am. So when you were uh, when you were going through all that, was there any hesitation as, that you wanted to be a police officer? Like, was there any time throughout those ride alongs or anything like that? Just, you know, given the current situation of policing, it's very difficult job. And, uh, you know, dedicated men and women that are a part of, you know, policing. Um, was there any point where you were like, you know what, this is going to be this is going to be a tough gig? No, I actually uh, I actually liked it. I loved it. And I wanted to, to become a cop. I wanted to work in a big city. And, um, you know, I really liked Pittsburgh. And I took the test and scored well enough to get hired. And and to be honest, like, in the first few years I was on with the Pittsburgh police, I mean, I never even wanted to take off. I enjoyed going to work that much. So, so that's rare. Um, that's how I feel, too, Chief. Uh, that seems like a lie <laughs> no. based on the text i get that that's a bold-faced lie no it's not I no it. no no that's I, I gave a lot of days back at the end of each year believe me oh but, no no we, we, yeah, we were, we're saying about you like that that's rare to to be that i mean when tony says it i i don't believe that yeah about about me oh, chief oh, yeah oh, <laughs> oh, gotcha okay um but when you came to Pittsburgh, Chief, was there was there anything that really, uh, you know, obviously you you were excited about the job that you had and the opportunity and everything with the city of Pittsburgh police. But was there anything that drew you to the city? You know, the, the sports teams, the the environment, you know, the 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 landscape. Was there anything that really brought you into enjoy this this area? I just thought it was a great city. And, you know, I've always heard. You know, it's a big city, but it's really a small town. And mm -hmm. I think that was underemphasized even to me back then. But, um, I, you know, I'm very happy I made that decision. And I've had a great career here in, in Pittsburgh and, you know, now with the sheriff's office. And um, I, I don't have any regrets whatsoever. We're glad to hear that, Chief. Um, as far as what you just mentioned about, you know, a, a small, big city, that that um, drive that's in this city of Pittsburgh and this, uh, you know, working class and everything like that. You know, you went from the city of Pittsburgh police and then you went to the sheriff's office and uh, that was in 2014, right? Yeah, that's correct. OK, with uh, did you see a, a busier environment when you came to the sheriff's office? Because a lot of people don't really know what the sheriff's office does. 
And I think that, you know, that that needs to be spoken for as far as all of the different, you know, duties and everything. You know, I'm sure the sheriff told you that there was a lot that would be on your plate. But did you really think that you were going to be as busy as you are? Because I see you in the office on a regular basis and you're zooming around, getting all kind of different things done. Um, Did you ever... And Tone, like, I I think it it would be good for Kevin to speak on what the sheriff's office really does, because you have a lot of plugged in individuals that, you know, you see the county police, you see the city of Pittsburgh police, and you see all these different law enforcement agencies. But I don't think people are really sure what the sheriff's office does in Allegheny County. So, Kev, could you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, and I'll go back. Um when I was with the, the Pittsburgh police, we worked with the sheriffs, obviously, as well as other departments, but I never had any idea how busy and, and the responsibility that's involved with the sheriff's office. And uh, I know Sheriff Mullen, when he left the city and he came over, he would always tell me how, how busy and crazy it is. And I was like, well, I don't really know until once I got there, I was like, wow, um, mm-hmm it's probably even busier than, than he described at the time, but, but yeah, there, there's generally speaking, there's three different divisions, you know, the courts, uh, which provide courtroom security as well as some transportation duties for all of our court facilities on the court campus. Uh, we have transportation and writs. We're responsible for, uh, transporting individuals, you know, from various jails, not only locally, but, you know, statewide and nationally. And we've even left the country to, to transport individuals back to, to face trial. Um, wow. I think our most recent was Israel. We went to Israel to, wow. to extradite somebody back back to Allegheny County to, to face trial. Can't hide from the law. Yeah, we even uh, recently transported a, an individual back from Michigan who escaped a little bit over 50 years ago. He was uh, a resident of the county jail. They uh, took him out for a, a funeral visitation. He escaped and he was on the run for 50 years. And uh, we, you know, transported him back. And there's a lot of logistics, obviously, that goes into all of that. But That's incredible. I mean, um, given the victim family and, and, and everything else, you know, to bring somebody back after 50 years to finally get that justice is, is incredible. Yeah, it was for a homicide. Um, he uh, was convicted of basically um, blowing up bomb in a house back in, oh, wow. in the seventies during the riots. And uh, he, he escaped and managed to elude capture for half a, you know, half a century. We got him back. And, uh, you know, we also in that division, we have writs, which we deal with real estate, sheriff sales, um, service of, of complaints and different types of, of legal actions that are taken, uh, pretty much civilly. It's it's a civil division. I think that's what most people think of when they think of the sheriff's office they they hear sheriff sales they hear service by the sheriff you know so when you start talking about all the other stuff that the sheriff's office does we're really getting into a very wide ranging and very 
um, large law enforcement agency in the county. Am I right, Kev? Yeah, and the real the real estate side of things um, is challenging because, like you know, as, as an example, I come over from the city police where it's a busy, and you know, I've had a lot of experience with the Pittsburgh police. I came over here, I had nothing, you know, I had no experience and didn't really know about real estate, and it's not easy to learn. But you know, it takes a while, and it's it's a vital function for our office, and um. You know, it's, it's a big part of our office. So you basically, you know, with having such a diverse office and everything like that, there was a, a little bit of a learning curve, I'm sure, coming over. But it, it seems like not just anybody can just walk in there and, and kind of take the reins of such a diverse office. Would you agree? I would agree. It, it, there is definitely a learning curve and, and it takes a while, you know, before you, you know, you just have to put the right people in the positions and learn. And, you know, it takes a while. I mean, I, even whether you're the sheriff or the chief or, you know, whoever comes into that office, it, it, it takes a little bit of time to really understand what goes on. It's a very dynamic office. Absolutely. And chief, can you speak a little bit about the, uh, the, um, fugitive task forces that the sheriff's office has, as far as, uh, like Ryan had said, I, I think a lot of people think that the sheriff's office, just you know does court transports or you know sort of like a bailiff so to speak but you know this office is so very diverse you know can you talk a little bit about that where you know these guys are on the street and 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 such yeah our third division is investigations uh we have three fugitive squads two daylight one on p.m um and their job basically is to serve warrants arrest warrants bench warrants um, we put a priority on sex offenders, violent offenders, and um, on a daily basis, that's what they do. We, you know, we go into other communities, we'll help, you know, smaller communities that are asking for our help to come in and, you know, maybe make a presence, you know, do a, what they call warrants, you know, a warrant sweep and, you know, they, they, may, they mainly focus on fugitive investigations. And That's we also great. have nine deputies assigned to task forces um, and federal task like, forces. Like what, what F- kind of task force? Like the FBI, they, we're, we're involved with a task force with the FBI, the DEA, the ATF, the U.S. Marshals, and also the district attorney's office. So we have nine deputies assigned to those uh, different squads, which obviously they handle higher level um, investigations than, than our fugitive squads. I see. So I basically, see. Ryan, what the chief is saying is just when you thought it couldn't get more diverse, it just did because exactly there's the local, the state, the federal level. I mean, it's, it's incredible how much, you know, the sheriff's office does. I, I think I think this is really helpful, Kevin, because. You know, as I talked to our, our listeners and I told them that Chief Deputy Kevin Krause was coming on, they were like, oh, that's great. You know, I hope he talks about what the sheriff's office does, because, you know, we've we we know it. We see it. We see the vans. We see the vehicles. But he needs to get into like what the sheriff. What are we voting for? Why are we voting for a sheriff? So you giving that explanation, I think, is really great to bring some light to an office that 
doesn't really get a lot of light. Um, but I think the next question, yep. Kev, is your if role. If I could even in, just say a sure. If I could just say a little bit more, um, like our Ritz division, division, we have eleven districts um, where we have patrol units out throughout the county, and one of their main priorities, in addition to serving, you know, papers and conducting service, is to respond to communities in a backup type of assistance role. And that's probably where we get a lot of exposure is during those, those situations, as well as uh, our community outreach with our uh, crime prevention and community outreach officer, Jason Tariff. I think pretty much everybody throughout the county knows Jason. And, you know, we do turkey drives, toy drives, um, food drives, we do a lot of different things throughout the year that we reach out to the community. We get out in the community and we get a lot of positive feedback from that. And not so much, you know, just on the law enforcement side, but just community outreach and, you know, getting involved with the community in a positive well, well, way. That, that's that's always important to, to develop those community ties. And really, in, especially in this climate, uh, as Tony alluded to, you know, the, the law enforcement community doesn't always have the best reputation. And the fact that the sheriff's office is out there performing these vital functions, integrated as well as it is, and really has strong ties with the community is, is a good thing. And th there's really not an event, Chief, that, you know, uh, you and Jason or you or Jason aren't at in Allegheny County, no matter what the cause is. So it's it really goes to show that, you know, that the sheriff's office is super dedicated to community outreach and, you know, keeping those ties uh, very close with the community. Right. So your role and in that, the office is chief deputy. What, what does that role encompass? What, what are your responsibilities there? Uh, generally um, well, I'm second in command underneath the sheriff. I report to the sheriff. Um, I'm responsible for all the daily operations of the sheriff's office. I'm responsible uh, for the budget, which we've been under budget for the last, I think, 14 years. Wow. Um, That's tough to do. We're, in local we're very proud of that. That is very we're tough very to do. To come in under budget and still perform the services that you're doing uh, that speaks to the executive branch uh, of any county office, and especially to to the sheriff, Bill, and and you as the chief deputy to to manage things without a dip in service. So that that's really uh, that's especially really with events like G20 and and uh, the protests and all the different things that um, acquire some of that overtime. It's, it's still incredible that you guys can stay under budget and, and keep things uh, moving for the sheriff's office. Yeah, it's something we're very proud of. And, um, you know, ultimately, Sheriff Mullen's responsible for that. But, you know, I have to, to do my part to make sure that, you know, our resources are allocated efficiently to, to remain, you know, within the budget and, you know, it's probably one of the, the major responsibilities other than daily operations and, 
and just basically the overall, um, you know, operations of, of the office and dealing with other agencies and it's, it's, it's a, it's a busy, it's a busy position. Now, now one of those responsibilities that you have in the office is supervising my co-host, Tony Griffin. <laughs> well, uh, what's an over under on the amount of times that you want to strangle him? Because I have a high number <laughs> and I mean, I don't work with him. I just get the text messages throughout the day. So you're, you, you deal with him in a professional capacity. Like, has your drinking increased working with him? Do you want to strangle him? I mean, <laughs> the people want to know, what is professional Tony like? I would estimate I'm up towards six figures. What? For that over and under. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, that sounds right. Uh, that I appreciate sounds right. that you I'm haven't, just, Chief. I'm just kidding, Tony. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Tony's he's, he's very valuable to the office and we rely on him quite a bit and uh, we're lucky to have him. And uh, Kev, you can't see his face. He's beaming like a kid on Christmas morning right now. It it is, it is like, it's like mild ear to ear grinning. I just, I just try to keep my, my, uh, my bosses happy and do a good job. And that's all I'm there for. Well, my plan is getting elected, Tony, and I look forward to working with you some more. So, I hope so as well, Chief. Now, Allegheny County, for goodness, as long as I can remember, has had one sheriff. Hi, I'm Sheriff Bill Mullen. You know, I, I think I, I remember Bill Mullen being the sheriff when I was a little kid, and he's still the sheriff, and he's been your direct boss for a number of years what kind of example yeah. has he set for you and what have you learned from him? Well, he's, he's been the sheriff. He came over um, in 2006 from the city police. I think he did 37 years with the city police. And I think when he completes his term this year, he'll be up upward of 53 years in law enforcement. And wow. that's incredible. I, you know, I've had the, I've had the uh, opportunity to work under Bill um, when I came on this job and he's, you know, he's been a mentor, he's been a coach and he's certainly shown me the right way to, you know, to, to progress through my career. It's not always easy lessons, but he's, he takes his job very seriously and, and he's just been a great mentor and coach and, you're and no slouch either, though, Chief. You know, you've it, it's kind of like a Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant situation here. You know, you you do a pretty good job for yourself throughout your time with the city and the sheriff's office. So, you know, I think you should give yourself a little bit more credit as well. Well, you know, I try to, you know, I definitely try to do the right thing. I want to do the right thing, and yeah, you know, I'm I'm proud of my career, and I think that I'm absolutely. Um, qualified and, and ready to, to become the next sheriff. And I look forward to, to doing that. And uh, I want to be an equitable sheriff, treat every, you know, buddy with fairness and regardless, you know, background. And I, I just, I just want to do a good job. And I think I have the, the skill set to do that. And I look forward to, to carrying on as the next sheriff of this county. Now, a lot of this job, Kevin, is straddling that line between a professional law enforcement officer and a politician. 
Um, how has your time as chief deputy and, and watching the sheriff straddle that line, how has your time, what have you learned watching Bill do that? You know, is, is there, is there something that, that stuck out or is, um, speak to that a little bit. Well, I think fundamentally you have to do the right thing. You, you have to do, you know, the right thing. You have to be transparent you have to, you know, be ethical and you have to do the right thing. And there is another side of the political side where you have to run a campaign. Mm-hmm. And I never realized how much work had to go into it. Um, I never realized how much the people that are involved in politics, you know, I, I respect the work that they do because I never realized, you know, how, how much work that, you know, they have to do individually and as a group or a, a community but um i think i i think it boils you have to do the right thing you have to help people and just good government be a just be a good share did young and, kevin uh, think, think that whenever he was going to uh you know join law enforcement long ago that you know he was going to have to deal with the whole campaigning process did that ever come to fruition with you no i never uh i re- never really gave it much thought like you know, when I was young, I, you know, I just wanted to go to work every day, do a good job, you know, do would do what I'm paid to do. And, and I really enjoyed it, you know, but I really never looked forward to where, where am I going to be in, you know, 28 years, but, right. you know, um, and I, you, I think you, you think, can say that about anybody. Do you think taking that mindset, Kevin, has allowed you to become the chief deputy and now a candidate for sheriff. Just that mindset is I'm just going to go into work and I'm going to do the very best job as a police officer, as a member of the sheriff's department. Um, Taking that mindset of just do the very best that I can every day. Do you think that has allowed you to achieve the levels that you have? I do. I mean, it's worked so far. Um, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't know, fix it. Right. I mean, I, you know, I still have the, the same work that, you know, work ethic where, you know, I just, I just want to do a good job, you know, and it's different. I'm older. Certainly law enforcement has evolved and it's become ever, you know, so challenging, which, we all know what, what, you know, what the issues are. And I, uh, I'm glad I've been able to work and, and learn and progress. And, uh, and I still have the, the desire to, to work and get elected sheriff and continue to do a good job. Right. And, and you, you've alluded to doing a good job and most people may think that's a cliche, but there's plenty of people in local government, uh, I know them. Tony knows them. We all know them. We're not going to mention their names that, you know, that good job thing means something completely different, but for you, what does a good job mean? Because I I think a lot of our listeners are going to say, well, that's a cliche. You know, everybody wants to do a good job. Yeah. All right. What's a good job for Kevin Krause? What does doing a good job every day mean for Kevin Krause? You know, is it being professional? Duty, is it being treating your employees correctly, dealing with a pain in the ass like Tony every day without throwing them out the window? You know, 
<laughs> which I, hey, I don't blame you if you did. I see, you did I, see I see myself like Carlton Bay or like uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff getting thrown out of the uh, Fresh Prince house by the South Chief. Philly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's all the above. I think it's you know we're we're duty bound by oath to be ethical. We're duty bound, you know, by law to do the right thing, to be objective. I think you can do all that and still, you know, help people. Right. You know, in an ethical sense, you can help people and somebody that, that wants to help, you know, and one thing I've always kind of tried to do was return every phone call. If you get a phone call, make sure you can return it when you can't. Don't. I mean, I know that's just like a silly thing to say, but no, I mean, I think that, that you just that that's that's big because people realize that, you know, you're not just. Chief Deputy Kevin Krause. Uh, we're going to call him. He may get back to us. No, you're going to return that call and people go, wow, that that's service. That That's service to the job. That's service to the people of Allegheny County, you know, and, and the little things often snowball to big things, you know, so if you're if you're attentive in those things, you're attentive in larger things. And I think that goes along with, um, you know, General McRaven had, or I believe it was General McRaven that had the uh, uh, graduation speech where he said, you know, make your bed. That's the first thing you need to do in the day. Change the world. Start off by making your bed. If you make your bed every morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride. And it will encourage you to do another task. And then that's the first success you have. And those little things you can build off of that, Chief. And, you know, making sure that you're answering, you know, emails or, or phone calls or something like that, that sets you up for more and more success throughout the day, given that you'll be dealing with a lot more important issues than just a phone call. But I think that says a lot about your character that, you know, that's an important thing for you. And, and you make sure that you have time for everybody. And, and Tony, you know, um, Kevin mentioned that, you know, duty bound to be ethical and duty bound to be professional, but there's nothing duty bound that says you have to go to every food drive and every turkey drive and every clothing drive. The guy is but, giving Rich but, Fitzgerald a run for his money at being <laughs> at events because the chief is everywhere. I, I think I well, went to a I, lot of stuff and I turned to my right and there's Kevin and right next to Kevin is Dana. <laughs> like it got to the point where I was ready to invite you two to Christmas dinner. Um, but, you know, th that's going above and beyond just what you're supposed to do in the sheriff's office. You don't have to go to all these things, but you go because you want to help these people. You go because that sets an example, you know, and I think that that speaks very much to your character, Kevin, you know, and that's really what you mean by if I could paraphrase you by saying you're just trying to do a good job, you know, for you, you're being all humble. And, you know, my, my co-host doesn't know what the word humble means, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think, and I, I just wanted to point that out because you're everywhere and that's really what you mean by doing a good job. Would I be correct in saying that? Yeah. I mean, I, <clears throat> I want to be approachable. Um, I want to talk to people. I want to listen to people, you know, I mean, you can learn a lot by, you know, going to these, these things and talking to people and actually being there and not just sitting in an office, you know, because a lot of people, especially nowadays, there's a lot of concerns. People like to talk. Right. And, you know, I, I think 
getting out there and being approachable. And, you know, I, I try to give anybody who asks, I give my cell phone number, like, you know, call me anytime. And they do. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just nice to have that dialogue and to be approachable and still, you know, to do a good job and, Right. You know, People want to see and hear from their elected officials and know that, you know, well, we elected this person. Are they going to have an open door policy? And you giving your cell phone on it is a prime example of that. Um, so that's 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 great. Um, you we, mentioned... still, we still arrest. We still arrest bad guys. I, mean, I don't want to. <laughs> right. But, but I, like but... I said, there's there, there, it's it's a it, it's just a different it's a different job than just, you know, going out answering 911 calls every day. I mean, right. There's a lot of, a lot of different moving parts. Now you alluded to that. You never had that interest of being in politics. How has campaigning been for you? It's, it's (laughs) certainly, it's certainly different than, than the old school way of doing things. Um, And, and especially during these COVID times, that's even a bigger wrench thrown into the mix. Yeah, that, you know, that's always been something I kind of, I knew when I came over that this, you know, to the sheriff's office, this was going to be a possibility and it kind of, you know, I wasn't looking forward to the politics. I didn't know about politics. I'm not a politician. Um, but, you know, I think it goes back. You're, you're an elected official and you better learn, you know, how to deal with people. And I don't mean from a political sense, but just how to deal with people. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's different, but it, it's, I under, it's I certainly a learning I, curve. Yeah, it is for sure. But I, I think, you know, do you think, you know, your, your approach to the job, you know, uh, in being professional and, you know, looking to help people and being accessible, I, I think that's, I, I think that's speeded up that learning curve for you. Um, you know, and it's never easy to get out there and work a room or stand up in front of people and, and, and talk. But if you approach it a certain way and you approach it like you have, um, it gets a little easier. Yeah, it does. It does get easier. Um, but it's, it's, it's a process. I mean, I, I, you know, some people automatically get it, you know, they, they enjoy it or, you know, they, they want to be a politician <laughs> and, all I tried to be was a good cop. And now, you know, I'm trying to go, you know, get through the process to right. continue, you know, being a good cop, but helping people. And I hope that makes sense. No, no, it, it absolutely does. Because if you're sincere in your desire to serve and to be a good cop and to do the job, that shines through, you know, it's, you know, when people, when politicians give a rehearsed line or, you know, their, their stump speech, you know, it can be a little exaggerated and sometimes that sincerity doesn't doesn't come through. But, you know, there there was another uh, there was another guy that had that line. I'm a policeman, not a politician. I was a much better cop than I am a politician. And, and I try not I try not to say that. <laughs> I think it's trademark. <laughs> from, from a legal perspective, Kevin, I don't think you trademarked that. I think you can say that. <laughs> he might have, I think there's a patent on it, to be honest. <laughs> he's run, he's running to retirement with that. Uh, 
you know what? Tony's going to put that on a pair of sweatpants. Definitely. I, I, we, <laughs> we, we get a shirt for everybody that uh, that's on the podcast, Chief, and, and that's definitely going to be on the back of yours with a big TM trademark next to it. Well, that's not my uh, that I can't steal that from him, but I certainly respect and appreciate where he comes from when, when he says that, because, you know, I feel the same way, but I, I don't want to well, bore people with that same speech in, in, the, in this job. It's like, you know, politics are a necessary evil, uh, unfortunately, but, you know, being a good cop is your number one priority. You know, you you had that baseline of having dialogue with people from your per- police career all the way through to the sheriff's office, whether it's employees or, you know, um, members of society. And I think that that's the baseline to, to get you through with politics because it's all about networking and communicating with people and, you know, just telling them, hey, you know, I'm not here with a stump speech or anything along those lines, but, you know, I want to be your next sheriff and I think I'll do a great job at it. And I think that people appreciate that more so than, like Ryan was saying, with the stump speeches and everything like that, your 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 authenticity is, is very important. Now, Kev, yeah, I, you, I agree. You mentioned previously about the office being transparent and the office being very public facing, you know, and there's an adage that goes, everybody talks about transparency until it's time to be transparent. Mm. And, you know, a lot of local offices get charged with, oh, we're, they're opaque. They're not transparent. They're, they're hiding stuff. You know, over the last couple of years, your office has really, been at the forefront of being transparent and being very public facing um, and very interactive with the public. And can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, we, we have been, uh, I'm a firm believer, you know, if you're going to be, you know, standing in front of everything and talking about positive news and your, your, your organization, you better be just as willing to stand in front of it when something bad happens. Right. And, and address it. And we've, since I, since I've been there and I, I know uh, the current sheriff, Bill, you know, he, he's been the same way, but you know, we, we've had some instances that weren't, you know, they were uncomfortable. They were embarrassing to the, you know, but you, you just have to get out with it and listen, this is what it is. This is what we're doing. And, you know, a lot of times you get criticized either way. You know, you right. either get criticized because you don't do enough or you're criticized because you don't take care of your employees. But, you know, you have to get out in front of it. You have to be honest. This is what it is. This is what we're doing. And no matter how bad it is, you've got to be willing to stand there and, you know, face the media and face the community and, say, Hey, you know, we do a lot of good things, but right now something bad happened and I'm standing here willing to talk to you about it. And I, and I think that that gains you a lot of respect, you know, with, because it's really easy to take all the, all the flowers and all the praise, but it's a little tougher to take those tough questions. Um, What exactly has the office done to be more interactive with the community um, from an from an office perspective, you know, I, I know that, you know, your, your website is a lot more interactive and user-friendly. Um, you know, I'm able to navigate it when I'm doing my, my legal work. 
Um, what are some other things that, you know, you guys have done to be transparent to the community and, and allow the office to work for the public? I think social media, um, you know, we've, we've enhanced our, our messages through social media. Um, I think, you know, we've, we've done other things, you know, through the media with press releases. Um, I just think we've, we've been transparent. I, 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 I can't think of a time where, where we weren't transparent, but. And I think too, chief, like, you know, the virtual sheriff sale and, and showing how, you know, you guys did not want to, you know, stop the sheriff sales or anything like that. You were going to find a way to make it work for the public or, you know, the license to carry events that you guys have that are satellite events or even scheduling appointments to make sure that, you know, people are safe, but we're still doing our job. And I think that says a lot about transparency saying, look, you know, things aren't great, but we're going to make them work for you. Yeah. We were actually the, the first County in the state to, to, create a virtual sheriff sale, which now people, you know, they want to find out what we're doing. They want to do it. Um, you know, and there's a lot of people that deserve credit for that in the office for getting that done, but it was certainly a priority and we were able to get it done. It's, it's been successful. So the, the first, the first County in the state that's done that. Yes. That, that, that's impressive within within the state because you know, there's a lot of other, you know, our friends out east take a take a lot of credit for the stuff they do. But uh, it's good to hear that the the sheriff of Allegheny County, that office is at the forefront. And it was all done in house. You know, it was it came from the executive positions, uh, you know, the sheriff and the chief saying we need to get this out. How are we going to do it? How are we going to make sure that these continue? And, uh, you know, those were the those were the orders from the from the boss. And it was figured out and. But it starts with, you know, the ideas from the executive uh, and the administration of the sheriff's office to figure these problems out. Um, but go ahead, Chief. I'm sorry. And, and sim- similarly, we, we did it with uh, licenses to carry, which is a core function of our office that we have to do, you know, as far as, you know, the Constitution and, and the laws and, you know, it's our job to do it. And we uh, even pre-COVID, we started a, a satellite license to carry um, events and locations, and we'd go out to different areas of the community because people absolutely hate to drive down to you know downtown, <laughs> look for parking. I mean, they'll stand in line for a couple hours to get a gun light, you know, license right. to carry before driving into town. I mean, we, you know, we do anywhere between maybe 130 and 150 in town every day. But we go to these different locations where, you know, we, we set a record with, I think it was 647. And then we, uh, last week we were in Monroeville and we, we issued 903 licenses to carry. And it's, it's almost going so, to say chief that you guys have decided, you know, we understand that there was a problem during COVID where it was difficult for people to get, down there and all that, but you made it up to everybody by having, you know, these satellite events that are throughout the county, making them easily accessible 
for you know residents to get to and even like you said waiting in line but they were happy that they were able to get their license they didn't have to leave work early they didn't have to park downtown anything like that right and even during covid um we had a couple issues in the office where we had to close and sanitize and you know we don't obviously we can't get people sick our own people you know or the applicants and so i you know thought well let's have like drive-through events where you could just drive through you don't even have to you know go inside and congregate and we can get a little bit creative and still carry out our function that you know we like i said we're pretty much duty bound to do but we just try to you know try to be creative try to you know be evolving with the times and just try to be accommodating right you know kevin duty bound sometimes means for a lot of people just the bare minimum and going above that you know, really speaks to the innovation of the sheriff's office and, you know, your leadership that, okay, yeah, the bare minimum is we issue, we issue licenses, the bare minimum, we do these sheriff sales. Okay. You guys could have very easily just, you know, folded up shop and done the bare minimum, but instead you guys pivoted quickly and did virtual sheriff sales really went out and served the public. So you know, that that really not a lot of not a lot of offices do that. And building uh, on that, too, as far as going above and beyond, Chief, you know, the, the sheriff's office has Project Dump, which, you know, is different than, you know, most other take back programs. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, that's another uh, program we um, created where, again, I believe we might have been the only sheriff's office or law enforcement agency in the country. We researched it. Um, you know, somebody, you know, has unused medication they want to get rid of, especially opioids, Percocet, Vicodin, Oxycontin, um, but anything, you know, anything they want to get rid of from their medicine cabinet or from their house, you know, they, they can call a phone number and we'll have a deputy go directly to their house, anonymously take the, the medications give them a receipt. And uh, eventually, once we get a court order, we destroy, you know, the the medicine. So they don't end up in the wrong hands where there's addiction issues or overdoses. And that's been very successful. We've taken over $12 million street value medications um, from different people throughout the county. Wow. And I think that's overly important to elderly folks that, you know, their spouse might be in a hospice situation where they have some of those medications that are, you know, um, perceived as overdose, you know, drugs on the street and getting rid of them by having somebody come to their house makes it much easier than having to go to an event or, you know, doing something irresponsible, like flushing it down the toilet or something along those lines. So. Um, it, it just seems like the, the, the sheriff's office programs are all about the people and they're they're focused on how can we make their lives easier, which I, I think does, goes understated in a lot of uh, a lot of conversations about the sheriff's office. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, that's kind of our philosophy where, you know, we try and look at the big picture, be accommodating and make it easier, you know, for people to to do things. And we do it in a controlled manner where, you know, we can, for project, you know, dump, 
will come to you. You don't have to, you know, what do I do with this medication? I flush it, like you said, or, you know, I throw it in the sewer or whatever. But controlled environment, they give it to us. We'll come get it. You don't have to drive anywhere. And it easily solves the problem. So um, it's been very effective. We've got a lot of positive feedback from it. Absolutely. And one of the other programs that I know that you speak highly of, Chief, is the internship program at the sheriff's office. Uh, I know that the sheriff's office doesn't take, you know, a ton of uh, interns, but the ones that the sheriff's office does take, it seems like it's a program to get people uh, involved with the sheriff's office as an employee down the road. Can you speak a little bit about, you know, how that internship is, is a roadway to employment at the sheriff's office? Absolutely. We try to, to make it a segue, you know, into, into the office. We, you know, we get, we get a lot of applications for interns to come in. Um, we've definitely enhanced our internship program. We'll get, you know, kids that come in and they go through the intern, you know, ship program and we encourage them to take the tests and we've hired a, a you know, a number of them and they've been great employees and still you know are and it's uh i think the right approach you know to kind of like i don't know if groom is the right word but you know to to bring them in teach them about the sheriff's office show them what we do at the sheriff's office and it's it's a good job and Mm -hmm. you know i mean you look around and different law enforcement agencies it's a good job and And we just try to it's more than just an internship too, you know, like you said, you know, the, the sheriff's office is looking to groom these folks into, uh, into deputies or civilians or whatever it may be. But, you know, when, when you find a good one, you don't want to lose them. Yeah. And we have a pretty comprehensive vetting process. We go, you know, through when we select our interns, cause we only have so many positions and we, you know, we want to make sure we get the best interns and our goal is to, make them some of the best deputies if, if we can do that. Absolutely. You know, their interest is in law enforcement and, you know, criminal justice background and they're interested in an internship and we value that. And we want to, you know, also value whatever skills or, you know, whatever they can offer to the office. So it's kind of a win-win. It has been. Um, and, and, Probably the most important question, Chief, and I, I shouldn't say the most important, but the most interesting question is, why do you want to be the sheriff? You know, there's uh, you've enjoyed a law enforcement career for, you know, 28 years. You've been an incredible cop. Uh, you've been an incredible uh, sergeant, lieutenant, commander. You've gone through the ranks. You know, what what drives you to want to be the sheriff of Allegheny County? <clears throat> Well, I've seen the transformation of this office. Um, I don't want to get into the weeds of that, but I've seen the professionalism. Uh, You know, we're accredited. We're the only sheriff's office in the entire state that has Act 120 powers. And what that is, that's full police powers. This sheriff's office is the only one in the state that has the same police powers is the Pittsburgh police, Allegheny County police, or any other municipality. And I think that the 
the reputation of this office and where it is right now, I absolutely am committed to continuing, you know, the professionalism, the reputation and the respect that this office has. And I feel, you know, I've been there seven years. I'm qualified. Um, I feel my, my career with the Pittsburgh police, um, that I'm the person for the job and I want the job and I want to do a good job. So I think both Ryan and I agree that you are the man for the job chief. Very much so. Very much so. And it was really great to, to hear you elaborate on, you know, because I've heard, you know, you say that, you know, I want to do a good job. And I think it was important for the listeners. It was important for the voters. It was important for our audience to know what do a good job means to Kevin Krause. And I, I think you did a very good job of elaborating what a good job means to Kevin Krause. It's not just a, we'll go to work every day. It's, it's a lot more than that. And like Tony said, I, I think you're exceptionally qualified for this job and you have the passion and you have the background for it. So chief, we have one more question. It's probably the most important question of the night. <laughs> and I can imagine what this is going to be. It's not I'm about not giving, sure you can, Kev. It's not I'm about not sure you can. It's uh, it's not about giving <laughs> your administration a raise. It is what is Do you chief, see how do you see how quickly he slid that in? Do you see it? Oh, I know. I, I know uh-huh. something's coming. I know. And, uh-huh. No, this is this is the most important question of the night. I don't know if the voters care, but me and Ryan care. What is Chief Kevin Krause's song that that he is listening to every day on his way, you know, to or from work? What is the song of the we call it the song of the week, but you know, what is your song, your go-to song, I guess you could say? Yeah. So so what's what's the victory song on May 18th as as we're at that victory party? When it gets announced, Kevin Krause is your new sheriff of Allegheny County. What what's what song's well, playing? What's crazy is the title of that song doesn't go with the title of sheriff. So, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't I don't know if that's a good question, but my favorite song is Martina McBride, Independence Day. On Independence Day. Okay. okay. It's old school. Country, yeah, country song, but you're more of a country guy, Chief. Yeah, but I I, I would probably play whiskey for my man and beer for my horses by Toby Keith. Whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. That's a wonderful. <laughs> that is a wonderful song, Chief. <laughs> I think that that follows suit with uh, with your uh, predecessor as far as uh, as far as. Um, top songs on their list and um, you know I, I think that that would definitely be a good song for um, you know getting all excited and everything after after winning the sheriff of Allegheny County this spring and if I get elected I promise to give the staff additional jeans days throughout the year yes Jeans days that out there right now. Jeans days are super important. Everybody's incentivized <laughs> by something different. When I get to wear jeans to work, I'm a better employee than whenever I'm wearing dress pants. I'll tell you that much. So, well, 
Chief, we we greatly appreciate having you on the show. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Kevin. Thank you. We know that campaigning is very difficult, and you know you're doing two jobs right now. You're campaigning and you're working. Uh, you know your full time job as Chief Deputy at the Sheriff's Office. So we greatly appreciate you carving out some time for us, and uh, we wish you the best of luck on uh, on May 18th. And thank you. I appreciate you guys for having me. I really do. It means a lot. Absolutely. We're glad you could be on. All right, Chief. Thank right, you very guys. much. Take we'll care talk to you. Stay safe. All right. Bye bye. All right. Well, thank you to Chief Deputy Kevin Krause for coming in with the kids. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, I certainly appreciate it, considering that, you know, that's the guy that signs my paycheck. So Right, right. <laughs> it's, you know, it's very important that that's the case. You know, you know, Tone, I, I heard it from a bunch of people, you know, before this episode, you know, as I would say, you know, who our future guests were. And I'm like, oh, Kevin Krause. And they're like, you know what? We've heard of that guy. We don't know who the hell he is. Mm-hmm. Like, we know him, but we don't know him. Right, right. You know, and we know he's the odds-on favorite to, to win sheriff. But right, we want to know who we're voting for, why does he want this job, and frankly, what the hell does the sheriff's office and do? I think our interview really touched on that as far I, as, you know, who I, you're I voting would say for. So. I mean, you, you can't get a more genuine dude than, right. than Chief Krause and just... Straight up with you, what you want right. out of a, a, exactly. a, a sheriff, a police officer in general. You, you know, know that, that cliche of, you know, just doing a good job, and I'm not a politician, I'm a policeman. I mean, he embodies those things For and, sure. and, and in a positive way, because, you know, not a lot of people view the job as, I want to do a good job, but that means being professional every day. Right. In every aspect of my work, whether it's the calling people he made back, about answer or, or calling everybody yeah. back. I mean, I think that says a ton about you know political yeah. figures. I mean, how many times do you forget? I mean, how you forget to call me back for for this I, show? I, I, I mean, forget, I don't forget to call you back. I just don't call uh, you back. But wow, you know, th- that's something that no respect, I guys. Can, I can honestly say, you know, he calls me back all the time. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, and, um, and you know, I'm just a low man on the totem pole. And and really, tone seeing the wide ranging functions both in office you know the writs the the task force the the interactions then what the sheriff's office does in the community with turkey drives and food drives every event every you know it's really become one of the more public facing offices oh for sure you know over the last you know, probably since he's gotten into that office. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I would say he's really wrong. led that you charge. Know, Chief Schubert has his own Instagram account, and that's yeah. all well and good, but, like, we're at... Schubert's on the gram? What? We're, yeah, Schubert's on the gram. We are, uh, we are out there in front of everything, you know? Yeah, the, without the a doubt. Chief is at every event, whether it's political or, you know, his public service stuff. He's there. Uh, he crosses event. rivers. Yeah, he definitely crosses... <laughs> well, he has to. When you right. live up north, you got to cross rivers. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But, well, I mean, uh, you live south, and I you mean, don't the cross guy, the river. The guy doesn't stop working. He's no, he everywhere. doesn't. That, that's you know, true. He's at every event, ensuring that people are seeing him. And it, he's not, to him, it's not running for political office. No. It's just doing your job. And you know what? Most importantly, you know, you, you go to these events, and we joke all the time that I go to more stuff than you. Um, yeah, what you do. You know, and that gets draining for, for anybody. It gets draining for even the pros, mm-hmm. you know. But every time you see Kevin at an event, it's... Hey Rye, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And it's a genuine, not the, not the cookie cutter, you know, same line you gave the last person that lived in the twenty third ward line. It's a genuine. Hey Rye, how you doing? How's everything? Doing well. Good to hear. If I could ever do anything, but it's a sincere thing. Right. And 
he's not exhausted at these things. You know he's uncomfortable, which he's, is understandable. He's not a politician. No. He, he, he's more along the lines of, what's up, what's going on? Like, I don't want to talk about any of this political stuff. Right. Let's talk about the, the buckos. Let's talk about whatever. Because he is a human being right. as opposed to one of these robotic sort of yeah. political figures. Right. You know? Right. And uh, I, I think it was important for him to really to get that out to the voters, you know, his, why he wants the job and why he should be doing the job. I mean, I think it's a simple answer as to who you're going to vote for for sheriff, but we'll leave that to the voters and right, to the listeners. Right. I but mean, we certainly have our, I think our favorites. we both know who you should vote for for sheriff. Right. Nasty! Right, but we'll just start that out. Right. Anyway, Ryan, favorite part of the week. Yep. Uh, the Chief was a big... A uh, fan of Martina McBride, yep. as well as Toby, Toby Keith. Keith. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna spin it to you. You said you got something old school I, I, for I me, do. Um, and I'm I'm kind of interested in to hear what yeah. this is. I'm going Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Not the Carter Five. Mm-hmm. Not the Carter Four. Mm-hmm. Not the Carter Three. Okay. Not the Carter Two. Carter I'm one. going back to the Carter One. Okay. Which I believe people refer to as the Carter. The Carter. Yeah. Um, but I was I was going you know going back in you know I see what you were trying yeah, to yeah. accomplish there so yeah from the Carter the song this is the Carter okay Lil Wayne Manny Fresh this is the Carter Manny yes it is Um, I was actually going to go with Little Wayne as oh. well. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, uh, you can still changed, go there. I changed. No, I changed my mind. Okay. I, I wasn't going to go. I, I had something else planned, but I was listening today on my way home from work, and uh, I was listening to a bunch of different old school stuff. And something that came to me was from the uh, album "The Professional" mm. uh, by DJ Clue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think everybody is well known that I, or ever, it's well known that I am a big fan of Mace. Yes. The rapper. It's my favorite rapper of all time. And uh, this is a song on the professionals called That's the Way We Like It. Um, featuring Fossey Brown and Fabulous. Okay. A little bit, a little bit of beef. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah, little bit of beef. A little bit of beef. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, this is a song that's timeless. Uh, on the fact, uh, on the sample side of things, yeah. where it is uh from the uh Tom Tom Club, Genius of Love. Yeah. And this has been used by Return of the Mac. This has been used by uh, Mariah Carey for the Fantasy Remix with ODB. So it's a uh, it's a big jam. And the reason why I picked it was. We're getting to summer almost. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know we're nowhere near the actual, like, yeah. timeline when summer starts. But, but the seltzers were being popped. Yeah. We're doing the pods outside. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, yeah. We're, I, I just feel like things are coming around on the summer side of things. Yeah. And it's it's time to just. Co- co- COVID is, you know. Yeah, we're, starting we're, to calm down a little right. bit. You know, so it's. Just like we, as Democrats said, elect Joe Biden. COVID will be gone. Right. Elect Donald Trump. 
you'll still have to wear wear masks and things. So. Right. Yeah. yeah so, so I mean, no, I, I I like that song, DJ Clue. Those uh, those DJ Clue albums. Just just what he put together. Incredible. Whew. Incredible. Um, DJ Clue was. Um, the premier like uh-huh. showcase DJ yeah. as far as mixtapes and everything. Right. Him, him and DJ Envy. Yeah. People's Choice DJ Envy. Envy. K Slay was big. Yeah. But DJ K Slay. DJ Clue. Everybody refers to DJ Clue as like DJ Clue. You know. Right. And uh, I think that you know this album was was prolific. There was a lot of big jams. Uh, on this all, album. all I hear in the background is Clue, 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 yeah. Clue. DJ Clue. We'll have to drop that in there somewhere, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that's that's gonna wrap it up for us tonight, guys. Uh, we have some big things on the way for you. Big uh, things. We're not gonna talk about what they yeah. are, but we are. You you we guys are you guys some are gonna very big things for you. So. The, the the kids locked down some big interviews coming up. Yes, we got some big um, stuff coming for you. And some enlightening interviews. We yes. can say that. You will have to follow us on our Facebook page. Just a couple kids. Uh, hang out on the website, justacouplekids.com. Uh, we got a lot of big things coming, so yep. check it out. Thanks again for uh, rocking with me and Ryan, and we'll be back next week with some good shit. Thanks for listening.